0: It's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew.
1: Hey, Goldberg! I bet if that talk was a cheeseburger, you stop it!
2: No, I agree. I would not be an asset physically. I have more of a podcast body. Quack! Quack!
0: Quack! 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 No!
2: It's the Quack Attack Podcast everybody his words were charged with fire i'm mike that's tommy hello everyone that's kevin hey y'all welcome to quiet podcast the definitive Money ducks podcast we have another episode review episode eight trade rumors but before we do that i just want to uh congratulate kevin people are still reeling from his performance from episode seven a lot of uh good feedback on that uh saying he there's a there's definitely a subset that felt like he, you know, voiced their opinion. So, congratulations to Kevin for, a, a, yeah, another stellar performance there. Um, I, I will take my Academy Awards.
0: <laughs> I will with s- zero
2: grace. <laughs> and then we're gonna have something unprecedented this week. We're gonna have a triple pod week. So, Sway Bhatia pod coming on Friday. So, get ready for that one as we run through the Money Desk cast list. I think. We have two more people to record interviews with, and then we will have most of the main cast of the actual kids, I would say, but let's get into it now. As I mentioned, episode eight trade rumors, your first impressions,
1: Tommy, let's go to you. First impressions is, I guess this was kind of just setting up the last two episodes. Really. That's kind of my big thought. I feel like both parents kind of assholes um (laughs) and um i think we've we've kind of praised josh jumel's parenting and then uh did not think he did a good job uh parenting or even kind of like coaching evan in this episode so that was pretty interesting glad we got some some good marnie time though but yeah those are my my overall thoughts this seems kind of like a a pack mule episode like this getting us to like where it needs to be
0: kevin uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the episode. Uh, I thought there were a lot of really good, funny quotes. Uh, I, I, I liked the the dynamic between like Evan and Jace and Alex and Cole. I thought that, I thought that was really good. I thought they did a good job of getting them all a lot of really good screen time. Yeah. So some backsliding here from Alex and Cole, uh, on the parenting front it was, I thought it was really interesting the way they set up Cole too, uh, because, in the first half of the episode, he was still being a really supportive dad, and and then, not that he isn't being a supportive dad in what he thinks is is the right way to do it later on in the episode. But uh, I thought he, I thought it was really good when they showed him like when he was shooting the like when he was with Sophie practicing and stuff, and he was kind of like watching and hoping. Um, I thought that contrast was really good, just kind of see him like slide back into maybe his like you know overly competitive uh, you know uh, character.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh for me as I I kind of felt, you know, Tommy's thing where like it's definitely building towards the last two episodes. I actually really liked it until, you know, the end and they cut me off. I felt like it was building to something and then it didn't pay it off within the episode, but I'm okay with it because we'll get, you know, we'll get that payoff in episode 9 and 10. That that those are my opening thoughts, but I do agree, you know, Cole and Alex uh, some questionable parenting decisions there um let's get into it there just were you surprised at all that this you know budding relationship did not you know go smoothly after this first kiss or were were you sort of expecting something like this
1: i guess it was interesting i guess um coach cole saying like oh i haven't had like a date in years or whatever and I guess I did really like, you know, Marnie kind of being able to tell right away that, you know, they kissed or whatever, something happened. Yeah. Um. I guess I'm not surprised that it didn't like go super smoothly. Um. I liked that we got to see Marnie and Toby or whatever, kind of, you know, trying to get the relationship going. But yeah, I guess it's, uh, you know, kind of curious how they're going to take it the last two episodes. So again, it's like setting up a lot of pins, you know, for the final two uh, frames, if you will.
2: Yeah, I was a little surprised. I thought it was gonna be more like, oh, how do we explain this to Jace yeah. and Evan? Yeah, I
1: guess I was expecting that, like, oh wow, you're you know, dating I, the enemy, the lice. I'm,
2: I'm glad it wasn't
0: that though, because I, I feel like that was that would have been the easy way out. Um I, I thought it I thought it was good, like the way they handled kind of like the the uh whatever controversy there uh, between those two. Uh but yeah, also I really enjoyed Marnie. Um she was really great in this episode. Um I also love how quickly it like spread to the other coach and everything. That was that was good. Uh, it's a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, Marnie was good. I thought Toby had a strong performance there, uh, especially with the like the looking the eye thing at the end really uh, got me. I, I well, he was my MVP name, so just...
1: until uh, the uh, the
0: end. Honestly, <laughs>
2: so.
0: uh, yeah, I couldn't remember his name, so I just wrote down "Creep" a bunch of
2: times. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, yeah, so you had you know, Alex and Cole, and they, they had the date and the trade. Did you, first of all, I guess, you know, Cole talks about, oh, I gave up the NHL because I needed to they be go- with this. Orion vibe. Yeah, very uh, much Orion. I don't know if that was intentional or like just kind of following up a trope there, but uh, did you like his explanation of, you know, his career and, Uh, why he started this camp and everything.
0: Yeah, I thought it was good. And I I, I think it makes sense. Um, And I I think you can maybe see a little bit more of why Jace is still like so upset because like his life was still ruled by hockey, you know, one way or the other. So, but yeah, I I thought it was a pretty good explanation. I think it gives us a little bit of like insight into kind of that dynamic a little bit more.
2: Yeah, and it does... So he sort of brushed off the whole idea like, oh, Jace was talking about, you know, I'm living through him now. But, like, he kind of is doing that by saying, oh, Jace is this prospect and, like, he needs – Prodigy. He's, yeah, he's got the fire in his eyes again and, like, he's he's a prospect. Uh, so I, I don't know if Cole realizes that he's, you know, actually the bad guy here in some senses. But, uh, yeah, Tommy, did you like, you know – cole's explanation and and that's whole sort of initial scene there
1: no not at all <laughs> like it's like no man you're like for someone who was like work with kids for so long in this camp you certainly don't know how to talk to evan like yeah it's really I, like
0: i thought that was good i like I, I mean that was a little bit of tough love that he gave to evan i, I thought that i was... don't
1: i don't think it was even tough love tough love is like you're not good enough right now you need to work harder
0: like no, if you're not gonna I, I don't think there's anything wrong with like, like something like that that's realistic like i like he wasn't crushing his dreams like he was just he was speaking to him like he's an adult, which is you know kind of what the the whole goal of this camp is is to get them to like you know grow up and be these hyper competitive athletes like and, and like I, I think Evan absolutely took it the right way, where he's like, "Fuck this! I'm going to prove this guy wrong." But I I actually kind of liked that from Cole, where he- well I,
1: I liked yeah I like Evan's response was really good, but Cole it's also like your son has been fucking dog shit, and so <laughs> yeah, that's why also why, true. why are you saying like Evan who was just picked as team captain <laughs> right yes. now? What could have like I mean a better speech would have been like, "Hey, you're you're good, like you're never going to be great, so you're going to have to outwork every single person on right. here, sure, and, th- and sure. like that's what it needs to be, and it's like." it kind of goes counter to everything that he's that he said right before that you're good yeah. you're really good. And so I, that's why and it's like I have no problem with like coach Cole like being like being honest, but I don't think he was honest.
0: Yeah, I think there there was a little bit of like an ulterior motive to kind of like grease the wheels to the trade also but like yeah, like I don't well. I don't
1: think he was being uh honest yeah. uh with him you know, with, with like, and yeah, it's fine. It's be realistic. Like, like, Hey, you're going to have to like grind and you're not going to go to the NHL right away. You have to go to college. You have to like work harder than every single person here. Um, not like, you know, you're 13. You may as well hang them up. You know?
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I did appreciate, you know, the message, but within the context, like Evan did sort of sacrifice him like this all like his friends and everything. And he is the captain on the best team in the tournament and is playing sort of on a similar level as Jace. And, like, I get he's smaller and all that kind of stuff. But, like, I, I did feel like Evan is is close enough to maybe, like, still have that dream where, you know, you talk to Nick. Maybe that's a better conversation for Nick if he was like, oh, I really want to go play in the NHL. Another
0: another piece of this that, that I, I think that is one of the reasons I did like it from Cole also is because – I think one of the messages he's also trying to get across is that like, if, if, if you're, if you want to do this, like you can't be crying about losing your friends. Right. Like you, you have to just be in like, and Evan hasn't shown, you know, that he's, you know, both feet completely in yet on that front. So I think, I think that's kind of the part of it that I, that I particularly thought was good. I don't think he quite messaged that effectively enough, but, but I do think there was a lot of that baked into that because Evan's over here crying to his mom oh I lost all my friends and it's like well dude you're the captain on the best team in the camp like just own that shit and like if you want to be there be there if you don't don't like
1: I I think they're really asking the audience to to make excuses for for some of the the characters in this episode like first of all Coob like knife in the back like hey why don't we just put me in that room instead (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: like
1: like that really was like the whole thing and then
0: i, I like that from Coop though i like it i think that was well, good then
1: nick being like oh, I'm no i don't want any part of this i don't have to stand <laughs> yeah. to anyone you know like running off and then yeah i do think it'd be a like hey like i thought cole was gonna say you need to decide what's more important to you you know your, yeah, your friends yeah. or hockey that's what he should have said and it's like yeah where where was the second draft of the script you know, like, were they like, did everyone have to like go to the bathroom or something? Like, I really didn't think like Cole's talk with Evan was like just terrible. Mm. And like, got- and now, like, I guess you could say he wants to find a way to get Jace back on his team. And maybe that's the explanation. But us trying to fill in these gaps here, it's like, why, why, why is this so complicated? You know, just say like, you know, Jace has it. I You don't. You need to, uh, you need to f- focus on your friends and decide what's more important to you. I don't know. And it's just like, I don't know, just not a good scene in my opinion from Coach Cole. I did think Evan was very good in that.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm very conflicted because like I do think that's like a a nice like topic to discuss. Like sometimes you're just not good enough, even though you love it and you want it. Like if you're five five, you're probably not going to play in the NBA. Um, yeah. Obviously, there are exceptions there, but. Yes. But yeah, like with, within the context of everything else and then him coming and saying, well, you know, Jace is different. Jace is a prospect. Like that, that to me was sort of the like worst part where he's like, my son's better than you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you so, know, the
1: kid who like literally can't shoot, like he can't even pass the puck into the net. Yeah. He's better than you.
2: Yeah. yeah. So that, that might, maybe if like we leave Jace out of it, that still remains good for me, but yeah. Um, So one of the one other thing kind of relates to that
1: in sidebars, and and we can kind of go into maybe the scene with Sophie and um and Jace. Like first, Sophie showing some good captain's qualities there. Right. Um. Second, I think if you explain that Jace just has no slap shot, and if he's just always just trying to pass the puck into the net, only going like wristers, whatever, and it's just like you can't go the next step until you do your slap shot, and that's where he's all over the place. I think that really. kind of solves some of the issues that i think a lot of the viewers have which is like why is this like such a big deal because i'm thinking back to like um major league three i think back to the minors where <laughs> yeah, the, I love uh, that
0: movie. <laughs>
1: the catcher he can't make the throwback to the pitcher it's like he rube can do baker. everything else yeah yeah um was it rube baker
0: yeah well he's in two also
1: Oh, is he it in, 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 in two
0: where he has his issues? He has issues in both. Yeah. Okay. Um, he can't, he can't make he the throw to second in, in two. And then in the in three, I think he can't make it back to the pitcher. Or Yeah. Or so
1: something. he really regressed. So, <laughs> yeah. um, and, and so it's like explaining it like that. And so I think if they had said Jace's slap shot is just gone, like he's only like, because they say, oh, you're so good. It's just like, he can't even seem to pass the puck. Like he can't just like pass into the net or like just do a wrister and so again like it might you know do you think from a hockey standpoint that might be like he's so afraid to do a slap shot because it's and that's really hampered his game well, but he's able to pass it i don't know
0: first of all let's clarify that the way rube baker gets over his issues is they give him a lingerie magazine and that's he just thinks about that <laughs> instead of thinking about making the throw so and, so and it's not a, here? <laughs> not
1: a lingerie magazine that they give him but he does claim that he likes it for the articles and he likes to read about the, uh, models. Yeah. well, and,
0: uh, no, eventually it is a laundry magazine. Like he switches to like Victoria's secret or something instead. Oh, of, he's,
1: yeah. <laughs> instead of playboy, let's go ahead and just say it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess it's funny. Cause I think there's a scene where Scott Bakula, who's playing like the manager, he's yeah. like, do you like to read playboy son? He's like, I just read it like to the articles or whatever. And he's like, okay, whatever. He's like, no, I memorize all the facts about the models. And he like starts, you know saying like oh so and so likes you know doing puzzles oh, yeah, yeah. and you know went to you know VCU or something and so he saves that back to himself. So yeah maybe we're going to get that in episode 9 where yeah jace is uh you know looking at some magazines or something and uh he starts to memorize <laughs> some, some facts but probably not. Although they did say the word ass in this episode. So Oh,
0: I know. I, I had that written down in my notes. I was uh that one kind of caught me off guard. I was like, wow, okay. Okay. Right. We're getting edgy here. Did I miss this? When did this happen? Uh, it's, uh... Oh, I, AJ said it, right? Yeah, yeah he, AJ uh, said we'll it. Keep, yeah, there's asses. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Alright. Yeah, I guess we can we can talk about the Sophie and Jay scene before we move on with Alex and Cole here. Uh, it seemed very, you know, like Tommy said, good captain quality with Sophie It seemed very real. Like She's also, like,
0: rubbing in his face that she's better than him. You know, she just goes up there and fucking crushes the can. but like, yeah, I've been and, doing this since I was five. Like, and and I also I just wanted to. I also have in my notes that Jace is the the Charles Barkley golfing of hockey.
2: Yeah, he does and have. Do you like, think he
1: looked at Barkley's swing as like that's what I should do for my uh my slap shot? Because he does have yeah, that maybe. huge like just hitch. Yeah, he mm. just stops.
2: <sighs> well, we should have asked him about it. That will that will be a later episode for you with Naveen Paddock. But uh yeah, we should ask him well maybe we'll we'll get the the writers on or somebody on and we can get the origin of the hitch there but yeah uh, i think i think anything else on that scene i guess we've sort of touched on it in a few different points at this point um i i do want to
1: give credit and we've given credit throughout the series i think of kind of not misdirection but not kind of going with the trope or whatever of like example earlier where we talked about oh it seems like oh alex and cole are gonna have to explain their relationship to the sons and they don't do that which is great and so this one sophie did not fix um you know uh jace's yeah, shot we've been like yeah. oh like i'll give you a kiss and then you'll think about that and then he makes the shot or something like that you know none of that nonsense um so i, I did appreciate that scene uh, yeah but again coach cole you know he's he's watching it and everything so i guess yeah you understand he wants He's like, I need him on my team so I can fix him, you know? But again, I don't think this was, you know, the, the thought process, the story is good. I just don't think it was delivered well in this episode.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That is a a good point of, I was going to be like, all right, come on, like Jace, you're going to really be fixed by that. So good job by whoever to, to go away from that. I thought Naveen Paddock was really good in that scene there. He was the, like the frustration from him and yeah. everything. And Uh, Good job by him there with the acting uh, as we move on and sort of close out the Alex and Cole arc before we have, you know, the Ducks winning and Evan losing his friends. That final scene uh, where you have, well, I guess it's, yeah, almost sort of the final scene uh, with the dinner. Uh, Marnie obviously pronouncing like everything wrong. That was great. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, Vini yeah, and, uh, and Foko Katya <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then yeah when they come and meet I guess I have a, I have a question about Marty and Toby from, uh, later but how did you feel about you know the way it all progressed and Alex being like oh you're just still the hockey guy you haven't changed and then they all like get up and leave
0: I I thought it was good I, I thought um, that kind of stayed in line with kind of what we've been talking about where they don't really go always go down the path that you kind of expect them to. Um I think it would have been really easy for that to just be like a continuation of the of the, you know, love interest or whatever. Um but I thought it was good. And I thought it, I, I think it sets up like a you know, it sets up the championship game and everything like <laughs> my <laughs> dog. I think my dog sees a squirrel. Let me put her down. Yeah. Um yeah uh I, I thought it was good and um I thought I thought it was good that it j- just it was done really quickly and and uh then we just kinda moved on.
2: Right. Cole and Alex I think had a little good back and forth, I guess, for the, the audience about uh, you know, oh you don't really think we're gonna lose to the ducks and I was like I do. I do think you're gonna lose and then he got all pissy. So uh with Marnie and Toby do you think we are going to see more of them or is this like a Coco Chad situation where it's just like for the episode and then, you know, it's not discussed?
1: I'm hoping that we get Toby trying to stare down Marnie nonstop, like <laughs> trying to use his, his move. Um, and then she's just like, what are you doing? And then maybe she just kisses him in the last episode. That'd be great.
0: yeah, I I think we won't get anything else unless there's like a kiss after the one of the games or something. Like they will start rooting for the ducks or something and the ducks win and then they like celebrate and kiss or something like that. I think we'll maybe get that, but I don't think we'll get anything else beyond that.
1: So maybe what we'll get is um, you know, ducks win, we get like the Sophie Jace kiss, we get a uh Cole Alex kiss, and then Marnie and Toby look at each other and they go for a kiss and they're both just like, nah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was uh that would be good yeah i'd like to see you know some sort of resolution with marnie and toby right at the end there uh, i did like how toby did his move and then marnie got like all or me yeah. and stuff like that that was good um yeah so as we go on here we have the ducks you know going on to win were you okay with the ducks just going on this crazy run and winning the the four games and sort of just the montage there
0: Sure, I mean we we knew it was gonna happen. Like, I, I mean, I I would have been fine if we didn't even get that. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, oh, now we're in the finals. Like, you know. But yeah, I thought it was good. I was a little worried that this episode was gonna be like twenty minutes of hockey, mm. and that would have that I think that would have not been good. Um, but uh, I thought it was fine. I thought yeah. I thought it was good too because we got to see a little bit of the of the stuff that they had learned in action. Uh, I did have a quick question Um, that the chest, the deflection off the chest, is that illegal?
2: Yeah, as long as it's not like him with his arm or anything, like as long okay. as, yeah, as yeah, you can't like use your hand and bat it into the net. But if it goes off his chest and goes in, it's all right. So I guess it could have been um, like a little bit of a judgment call because he sort of turned into the net. But I think the rest would have given it to him.
0: I did, I did like uh, Rich Eisen's uh, commentary after that score. That was, his was really good.
2: Yeah, Rich Eisen, good again.
1: Um, uh, so my, my two thoughts for the hockey montage, and this probably tells you what I thought of it really, was one, um, Alex has like some giant oven mittens that she's wearing. <laughs> like they're enormous. Like anyone go look and like maybe Mike can take a screenshot for the, the show notes potentially. Um, and the second one is, um, you know, Kube scores the winning goal with um, no time left. He literally didn't break a sweat. <laughs> takes off his helmet and and one thing that I thought was so good about like the original movies it's like these kids are fucking sweaty like they've been you can tell like they've been playing I haven't seen that like kind of attention to detail with some of the stuff in this and Koob takes his helmet off and he's like he looks pristine like hair is like it's it's not even close to being wet and so like <laughs> someone just throw a bucket of water on him before you guys film the one scene of him taking off his helmet
0: um so yeah what what did we think of the the goose is loose?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of like the name. Uh, I like I don't know what rule book they're using, but NHL rules you can the goal cannot cross center ice. Uh, so mm. I did think that, but you know this is their own camp, so maybe that's they don't follow that rule. But
0: it's clear
1: that yeah, Alex it, doesn't it, it, read it, the it, coach's rule book anyway, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, if there's anybody out there that that uh, knows of a of a league where that is legal uh let us let us know, I guess,
2: yeah, I did like Sophie's knuckle puck seemed to have a little more knuckle on it this time I, I I, thought that was I, a, I did like a that. nice uh,
0: okay uh, there are two kind of sides to this coin. I thought it was a good fluid scene, but also like that wasn't the cool thing about the knuckle puck in the movies like. It was this whole thing where everybody's like, "What's what's going on?" Everybody stops and looks, and you know, so I did, we didn't get that, but I I, I thought it worked really well because it was very fluid. But uh you know, like I don't know, it was just different.
2: Yeah, and then I guess kind of on the the hockey also trail. also
0: also we didn't get a, it's knuckle puck time. I, yeah, I thought that would have been good.
2: Maybe maybe Russ Tyler, maybe Russ Tyler uh, episode ten or something, we can get it, but on the hockey sort of topic are you okay with this whole concept that they're gonna trade the kids before the finals like no (laughs) (laughs) I'm like you can't do it during the finals like especially the two teams that are playing each other like yeah i'm okay uh, with them
1: changing uniforms between periods two and three but you can't like trade players right before the final it's like I
0: yeah. I would love to like do like a um I mean for me it'd probably be basketball, but like go through like the history of like the NBA finals where teams might have actually done that, like if given the option to just <laughs> swap two players. Um I think that'd be a, a fun like thought exercise.
1: This is like, you know, uh some kind of card game where it's like, oh, you like pick two players or something and you know, two players who you don't protect and something or you could take them i guess it could be interesting like uh you know get some like if uh, xfl wants to do that like between the third and fourth quarters there's like you have the option to like uh, oh man that'd be
0: that'd be amazing you you can gain
1: trades (laughs) protect your quarterback or your running back and then the other team has the option to take one or something like that trading quarterbacks would be intense yeah i
0: think quarterback running back and uh truly though in-game, like, like, like permanent trades, I think they, sh- they should be like, you're literally trading a guy for the rest of the season at halftime.
1: <laughs> they, they make him <laughs> sign an application for a pre-approval loan in the city that the other team is in, like at nice. halftime. <laughs>
0: nice. I, I think we need to get uh, The Rock on the phone and propose this.
2: Yeah, new owner of the XFL. I mean, we are in Dallas. Their headquarters is in Arlington. We can go to their office and uh, stage some sort of demonstration or something they had their uh,
1: quarterback draft yesterday um the uh the Dallas Renegades they might call them the Arlington Renegades now they may have realized that they shouldn't call them Dallas but their quarterback is like uh went to ball state and never mm. heard of him he was nice. like second team all-mac or something last year so good <laughs> stuff go. it's
0: not it's not Nate Davis is it oh he's, no, that- he's like
1: that was like 10 years ago.
0: <laughs> well, that's the only Ball State quarterback I know. He was a longtime <laughs> Niner, not Niner, Niner, not Niner.
1: His name Dude. is like Drew Witt or something. I don't know.
2: I'll put it in the show notes, but uh, <laughs> just for anybody who's curious. Uh, and then I think the last arc was really Evan losing his friends, you know, and that sort of deal there. We've kind of touched on it Um I did like the the picture scene uh you know where Dominate was all serious and stuff um Yeah. The girl cool. who one of the quack lights went through IMDb that girl's name is Rambo. She's Rambo Tate. Uh so I I think she's been underrated. So I just want to give her a little Yeah. I I
0: also noticed her during the photo too. I thought her her like her like uh competition face was really good.
2: Yeah, I want to give her a little the shout out. Face. And then um, Nick just spilling the beans there uh, about everything. And, you know, they've only kissed once. And what? They've kissed? And then he's like, oh, let me take another look at this. See, I did think that was funny. Um, Anything else we need to discuss on that or this episode before we go to the awards?
1: Uh, I really um, like the end, the final scene with Evan and and Jace, kind yes. of rival speeches. Uh, yes, so did I. That was a really good scene. Yeah, that
0: was great.
2: Yeah. That um, was. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say. I was waiting for Jace to start the quack there, and then he just went in with the ducks on three. But... I, that was my last note. Still no quack
0: huddle. Like, <laughs> come on, man! Like so easy. Um. Uh. Let's see. Um, got the Cola Ryan vibes Um, we got a little bit more of the Ducks music after uh, I think that was after Coop's score mm-hmm. um, so I thought that was good Um, yeah I think that's pretty much it for me
2: alright let's take a short break and then we will be back with our awards we are back looking at our MVP our LVP and our quote of the episode for episode 8 trade rumors let's go i don't know i'll I'll start it off this time with mvp i feel like i don't start it off too much i'm gonna go with evan i thought he was real strong in this episode it was good uh as we've talked about that that confrontation i guess with cole was good um him sort of stepping up to jace and being all mad at him and like oh you why are you hanging out with my friends like not a very um I don't know smart move or i i felt like he was a little like that was a little immature but i thought there was some good acting there so i went with evan i did have an honorable mention for toby just because uh <laughs> you know his his moves there i appreciate it but uh tommy your mvp yeah so we'll have a consensus there at least maybe
1: it'll be unanimous but my mvp is evan i don't think it's particularly close either i do honorable mention to toby um but i thought evan was was very good all episode um particularly the scene with coach Cole where he's sitting there on the on the couch whatever being told like he's not good enough um great reaction by him and we've given like Evan some some shit throughout season two but I thought he was really good um even when he's acting, you know, petulant or whatever, he was good. I would have liked him to be like, uh, to tell his mom to like, hey, stay the fuck out of my life or something like that. <laughs> that would have been great. You know, he'd well, always say
0: ass, like get off my ass or something. Like yeah.
1: That. <laughs> like, why don't you get off my ass and on to Coach Cole's? <laughs> oh. And walks out in a huff. Uh, but no, Evan is an uh, easy MVP for this. But Toby gets like the, you know, the, I don't know, players award.
0: I don't know. <laughs>
2: there uh, you
0: go. All right. Quick quick note on Evan before I go into mine. um, I, I also really liked in that conversation with his mom when she's like, you said you regretted doing it. And he's like, I may or may not have said that. It's yeah. complicated. I, mean, I thought that was good. Um, My MVP, I'm going co-MVPs with, with Evan and Jace. Cause I thought Jace hmm. was really good too. I thought he was really strong uh, in kind of like, you know, where he's like a little dejected after a shot. And I thought, um, the hockey scenes were good with him um, and then they both of them closed very strong in that scene at the end so I, I, my co-MVPs are Evan and Jace
2: yes I did think about Jace I, I wasn't sure if he got enough real screen time to get in there but uh, that is a good call I, there
0: I also I thought he was really good in the scene where Evan does go up and is like well, you're hanging out with my friends I thought right. him, him like clapping back at Evan was really good
2: right and yeah, I did like Jace uh, confronting Alex, being like, I thought you were different, but you're just, you know, yeah, Trey. Yeah. So uh, good job there, Jace. Uh, your LVP, uh, Tommy, your LVP.
1: Mm, good question. Kind um, of might need to give it to Cole, like just for mm. the way he approached, like, and he was good kind of throughout the first two thirds of the episode. And then I just can't get over that talk with Evan. So I got to give it to Cole, like, um, you know i don't i don't think anyone else stood out as like kind of being like bad in the episode or anything and again i think overall coach cole was was good but that that just talk with evan and just kind of like and also i guess the kind of the conniving with like let's go ahead and get that jersey ordered you know yeah it's
0: like yeah
1: you know that was uh, I, so yeah lvp to coach
0: cole um okay. can i go next yeah uh, uh, I'm going to go co-LVPs as well and go mm. with Cole and Alex. Um, oh, interesting. Even though I agree with you, I thought both of them were very good in the episode. It, it had nothing to do with performance or anything like that. I just think like where it fits in the storyline, it's like both of them were pretty fucked up to the kids this episode. Kind of let things get out of hand. Uh, so that's why. But both uh, Josh Jumel and uh, Lauren Graham I thought were excellent uh, in this episode. So it's no uh, negative reflection on anything the actors did or anything but um just because i think it's you know it's funny they they kind of everything was kind of cruising along and then they just kind of yeah you know, just took the wheels off the thing so they
2: messed it up for sure yeah uh, to be fair to alex cole definitely you know jumping the gun there where alex was like oh well, let's float it and then yeah they they obviously addressed this she, i mean she never like it never should have been brought up in the like it yeah never they should have gotten uh, yeah.
0: past that chat
2: yeah. You shouldn't have traded. You shouldn't have. Yeah. Just don't trade him. Come on. Especially in the finals. Uh, My LVP, I was between Nick and Cole. I'll just be, give it to Nick. Cause that's who I, I gave the slight edge to like spilling the, the wrong time and place to, you know, reveal the relationship. And then he doesn't, you know, make a decision there when it comes to switching the room. So I thought Nick, and then he didn't have much, you know, beyond then. So uh, it was it was a very
0: strong episode without a big Nick presence, which I think was a was a big a big win.
2: There you go. Quote of the episode. We'll go to you, Kevin. Your quote of the episode. Uh,
0: my quote of the episode uh, was from AJ, who I also thought was fantastic in this episode. I, I think the more we see from him, he's just really good at that kind of like meathead kind of role. When he said, uh, when during the roommates' and when he says we can kick each other's asses and the ducks can be together doing. Whatever guys that don't work out too. That, was, <laughs> that one like made me kind of cackle laugh, so uh, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, yeah,
2: good. There job. were some good
0: quotes though throughout the episode.
2: Yeah, I am enjoying AJ more and more as the season goes on. So good job to uh Connor DeWolf, who is who's really like a social media guy, and this is his first real like acting role. So uh, I was a little. I don't know, concerned was the right word, but I was curious to see how he would do. But I think he's definitely holding his own there. So good for him. Uh, Tommy, your quote of the episode.
1: Um, I don't know if I'm going to have direct quotation marks around this, but it's from Rich Eisen. It says like, oh, I hear that Jason Sway,
2: yeah. they're an item. Yeah, but
1: I'm not going to talk about that because I'm a 52-year-old man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that or something like that.
0: that That one also made me laugh.
2: That is my quote of the episode as well. It is word around camp is that Jason Sophie are an item, and I am not going to weigh in on that because I'm 52 years old. So that was very good. Yeah. So that is...
0: also, I, also the ah fries a side dish no more making his bid for entree status. I yeah, that was, that was a good. That one. was also a very good one. That was a good uh, one. A, a couple more honorable mentions. um Marnie in that first scene when she's like his words were charged with fire. I thought that was really good. <laughs> and then when she said oh, all you have to do is show up in a better bra, that was a good one. And uh we got the rare walk off knuckle puck. I
2: thought that was uh, just a nice, a nice little bit. Yeah. Hard to do a walk-off, and maybe it was overtime because, uh, you know, you can't score with zero seconds on the clock. So <laughs> maybe it was an overtime sudden deather. But good for Sophie there. Yeah, good good quotes from Marnie. We'll see you on uh, episode nine here. Two episodes left. This has been a intense 10-week stretch here. I feel like a lot of ups and downs. So we will see you on Friday and on Monday and on Wednesday and maybe possibly Friday. again, We might have a two-week or triple pod. We'll see. But for us, thequacktick.com, go there, contact us at quacktickpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash Go to iTunes, give us five stars, tell us your MVP, LVP, and quote of the episode. And thanks to all our producers. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together.
0: Right, right. To be the, the, the quack attack! is back, Jack! Ooh yeah!